the Leader Podcast. I'm Nicola from NW Marketing, and I'm joined by uh, Suki from Your Soul Biz. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you. Great to have you because we're going to talk finances, but we're going to talk feminine flow for your finances, which is something I'm dying to get involved into because we're talking about masculine and feminine in your finances, but how we can especially use our feminine flow to get those finances growing and get control of our finances. So your soul biz um, works around coaching and small businesses, especially women, and how to work their finances from the get-go to make sure they've got all the right things set up. So introduce yourself and let us know about your soul biz and how you came to be a coach in that realm. Thank you very much. Well, firstly, I'm super excited to be here. So thank you for having me. So yes, as you said, I am a business coach, um, but I wasn't always a business coach. So take it back a few years. I So firstly, I'm a wife, I'm a mother of three young children, and I spent the first 15 years in corporate working as a chartered accountant. So I worked for various um, firms across Sydney in leadership roles and it was, it was a great career. It was quite, it was while I was having children, um, it gave me a little bit of flexibility, but I really wanted to sort of, I really wanted to get into entrepreneurship from a very young age. Uh, my, my family, my dad, my brother all have started their own businesses and I grew up watching and seeing what that involved and doing the books as well <laughs> as I was doing my accounting degree. Um, so I, after I had my third baby, who's two now, I decided to take that as I never went back after my maternity leave. And I decided to really just embark on setting up a business. And if there was there was a better time to do it, it was then. So mm-hmm. I went straight into um, something I know best, which was finances. And I set up a CFO consulting business. And I did that for the next 18 months. While I was nursing my baby, I would sort of do people's um, finances on the side. And it was it was a great uh, stepping stone into where I wanted to go. Um, but at the same time, it was it started to feel more and more like I was back in the corporate world and it still felt very, very masculine. And um, in terms of the enjoyment factor it just wasn't it wasn't there as what I thought it would be from starting my own business so I decided uh I think it was yeah I decided about 18 months ago then that I wanted to sort of step away from that traditional approach to business and really look at helping women because all through my career, I've had friends or I've had ex-colleagues that have been setting up their own businesses and they've always had questions around wanting to know more financial knowledge about whether they're in the startup phase or they were growing, you know, as an accountant, they would always come and ask me questions. And it started to dawn on me that there was a an opening in that space and there was a need for women to translate finance in a way that didn't sound so scary and overwhelming for them. So I, yeah, I launched Your Soul Biz last year, well, 18 months ago. And um, my focus is very much on service-based online entrepreneurs, uh, women for the most part. And I really, my mission is to introduce another perspective to growing a business sustainably with profit and with 
really um, strong financial knowledge at the same time. Yeah, I love that because um, that's what happens. A lot of women start these businesses because they're good at something that they do. And then they also um, sometimes forget that building a good foundation in your finances will allow you to grow and scale your business long term. And that side of it can seem daunting. It's very masculine energy. It's hustle. It's do. It's make sure things reconcile. Make sure you're doing, doing, doing. And I love that you saw that for women, we sometimes need to embrace that feminine side in our finances, that flow. Now, coming on to flow, we know that the framework that you use in your coaching is based around that. And um, that also brings in everything that you've learned in your journey. So explain what the flow framework is and how you work that with your clients. I will. So the the flow flow framework came about... um, it came about quite naturally. I was teaching it without even realizing I had a framework in place with my very first clients um, who are actually still with me. And I found that, um, so basically it wasn't until earlier this year, I decided to actually formalize that into a framework and realize that it wasn't really anything that I'd seen out there before. And as I mentioned before, it was my, it's my way of blending the, blending the masculine and feminine energy into managing money, financials, and growing not only a profitable business, but like you said, Nicola, something that's sustainable, mm-hmm. something that's not leading up to burnout. And um, it was, it has had some really great feedback with my current clients that I'm working with. Um, and I'll run you through what the flow actually stands for. Mm-hmm. So the F is really, the F stands for focusing in on your vision and goals. And to me, that's that's a very clear feminine side and it's the side I like to approach first with all my clients. It's getting them to understand, well, what is the actual vision that you want to create? Because the business is just a vehicle for that. It's being really clear on your core values. It's ensuring that your business always aligns to these. And it's a journey that I've had to, I've experienced like I said before, when I was working as a CFO consultant, what I was doing wasn't really aligning to my core purpose and what was important to me. So that I really like to focus on that part first. And and then it sort of sets us up quite nicely with then going into the more masculine side around, let's set out some clear goals now. And there we blend, we blend the masculine around stretching people with financial goals, but also ensuring that the goal setting process, again, aligns to where they see themselves in their life and ensuring that, you know, they, they are incorporating, incorporating their lifestyle goals into, into the finance side of things at the same time. Yeah, that's, that's exactly right, because we do the similar thing in vision, uh, mission and core values, because you can't really get a message out there that is authentic and converts without understanding where you sit in those. And your personal core values always come across into your business because you're the visionary for your business. And it's the same with the finances. Uh, you need to be setting goals and making sure you're driving your business in the right direction, but it needs to know where it's going. It's a vehicle. It needs to understand that uh, you're on the journey and you know where you want it to go instead of just setting these unrealistic goals and not really having a reason behind it. So I can see why the focusing would be the first in the framework because without that, you can't do the rest. 
that's a hundred percent right. And and I think that um, traditionally, you know, there's the concept of long five to ten page business plans, but I teach a really lean way of doing that and ensuring that you know there is a blueprint there for you to follow for your business. But what's in that blueprint is a more feminine way that we've approached it rather than a clear cut structural way around setting your objectives and goals. Mm. Um, that's the F part of the, the framework. Then we go on to L. So L is very much about learning key structures, processes, and ways to operate your business. So it's very much centered around, okay, well, what are the, what are the tools that can help you in your business to really achieve those financial goals? And when I talk about goals, um, when I talk about tools, I mean things like your budgets and your for financial forecasts um, and your cash flows. And it's breaking them down in a way that's not as scary for people to tackle. Um, it's ensuring that it aligns to what they can manage personally, but also ensuring that there's a budget, for example, should it be a scary, a budget should actually empower you to want to make the right financial decisions. And a, a budget should make you feel okay about spending a hundred dollars on a nice on a nice dress during a week you know it's just giving them that clarity that it's okay to spend money in your business there is a structure in place and I take I take my clients through a really nice way of setting that all up together yeah so so you're not winging it as such yes there's a book called winging it isn't there (laughs) it's just nice to know that you're actually um and you've got support too in your journey on this um this way of getting your business finances together because it can seem very lonely and if you're trying to set things up not knowing if they're really um or not knowing if your business is profitable isn't it i mean that's a scary thing like you said a lot of us don't know have i got enough to spend on this and unless we have clear places where we can see how we're tracking we'll never know that and that's the uncertainty I think that a lot of business owners live with daily and that uncertainty uh, stops them from taking any opportunities that might be available because they don't know if they have that finance available to take it up definitely and there's some really clear there's some really quick sorry quick things in this this area that you know, I see, I see changes in the, in the person's mindset straight away. I mean, for example, today on, with one of my clients, it was just something as simple as ensuring that they are always separating their business and personal expenses in order to be able to see the true picture of the profitability of their business. And it's smaller things like that, just setting up a business bank account that really sort of change their mindset around having everything squashed together and giving them that clarity, what was business, what was personal. That's just an example that came to mind from a call this morning. Mm, but that's exactly right because when you think businesses um, people can think companies and they have lots of you know it's very separate but when you're starting out in particular startup phase a lot of people are sole traders a lot of people um, are trading under their own name they don't even have a separate bank account like you said and they don't know what's going in and what's coming out that's separate and it's very easy to set up these accounts but some people don't know that and they just get stuck in that thing of well you know I just have to wing it and I've known from my personal um, experience the best thing I ever did was set up all those separate business accounts yes separate my tax and um, yep 
your my tax and GST uh, super for staff and making sure that I had a profit account as well, that I paid my profit out um, so that I wasn't um, being left hard done by at the end. I knew exactly where all my stuff was. And that's what you're saying in framework of setting up those, um, those business practices that people might not be aware of to make it easier for them to actually know where they stand. Yes, you're spot on there. And what you're talking about with the allocating out your income as it comes in, it's, you know, around it's it's based on the profit first methodology. It doesn't always work with Australian businesses in terms of the percentages they recommend. But I do teach um, teach that in a way with my clients around ensuring that as soon as the money comes in um, and I give them tools around how to manage their money in terms of splitting it out and ensuring that they're putting money away. Tax is a very big one, um, putting a money away for their GST liabilities, putting the money away for the profit side of their business to, you know, to ensure that they're growing, they're growing their retained earnings at the end of the year as well. Um, and even just being really clear on, well, what's your fixed expenses versus your variable expenses? Mm-hmm. Um, just ver- very clear definitions without getting too, financing without adding too many technical terms it's just splitting it out nicely for them to be able to follow a spreadsheet as well that I create for them so what they can just plug in numbers and see sort of what impact that has to to them financially at the same time as well that was yeah that was definitely the best thing that I ever had at probably about 18 months ago was the spreadsheet of plugging in numbers yes that um, also what your gross and your net profit is and understanding uh, what you're benchmarking oh, in the industry. If, if, if I could give anyone any advice from a small business um, with your accounts is knowing what your net profit margin is and where you should be uh, and knowing where you currently sit and then working your way from there. I find that that will know if you really are profitable because, of yeah. course, top line revenue is just a vanity a vanity uh, metrics. And it, it is 100%. It kills yep. me. So, yeah, I just um, I tell everyone who starts out now, know your net profit margin. If you can do that, you'll know if you're really profitable or not yeah yep and and I love teaching that I mean my like (laughs) moving away from what the the concept of margin but just being able to just explain to them this is what actually your gross profit represents and this is what your net profit represents and I see those sort of aha moments particularly clients of mine that are in the service-based industry um, them to be able to understand what a cost of sales is what costs what sort of costs go in there into the um into the actual making of the sale and what sort of materials and 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 equipment that they they automatically think it's just an expense but showing them the difference between how that impacts your gross profit and how and then how your net profit is formulated after that so yeah it's a really um it's a really useful and both in setting a financial forecast but also reviewing people's accounts my clients' accounts when we start when we first start our coaching, it's a really um, it's it's a really useful way to to run through things with them at the same time. Yeah, and I think that's the the benefit and the difference you have in your soul biz is that you are doing that, but you're doing it in the coaching realm as well. So you're providing that ongoing support, that ongoing mentoring, and enabling them to have someone 
that understands and that can actually um, help them through the mindset of it too, which I think is very important because mm -hmm. when you have an accountant, a lot of people don't get that other side and that's where the growth and the aha moments come from actually having someone be able to, you know, talk to you in that feminine flow and be able to allow you to see how you can um, access your accounts without it feeling so, um, I don't know, so draining. It, it became, well, empowering, mm -hmm. isn't it? You can actually allow your figures to become empowering uh, once you're in control of what they look like and how they run. And I found that myself in my business. Once you know that, your power changes and your mindset changes into how you react with it. Yes. So that's your, your flow. So you've gone through your focus and you've gone through um, getting all the logistics ready and all your sheets, et cetera, in regards to knowing where your figures are. So how yes. do you go, what's the next one on your flow? Your yeah. So 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 the L the L that we just went through was learning key yeah. key tools to increase your profit and ensure it's sustainable. The O is operating with aligned structures, systems, and people. Now it it is something that as a business starts to grow, I, I really emphasize to my clients to ensure that they're documenting and identifying their core processes, particularly those that are at that stage where they are experiencing growing pains or even starting to really expand scale. Um, it's simplifying things, automating things, documenting, ensuring that they've got the right people in their team. So I'm a big believer that you're not meant to be an expert on everything and to stay in your zone of genius. And I've experienced that in my own business. There are many things I outsource in my business and I coach my clients through the same sort of thing. It's ensuring that, that they have the right people around them to support them and lift them. And they've got the right team of advisors at, at the same time as well. So whether that's a great great accountant, whether that's a great person um, to help them with the HR side of things, whether that's a great, um, what was the other one? Even bookkeeping, you know, people would say all bookkeeping is the same, but it's really not, you know, there are different efficiencies and, and people who just blend in with the business. And, and again, that also, there's a, there's a, there's quite a feminine approach to the way that I teach that because having people around you, I feel like some skills can be taught, but they also have to share the same values of your business. And you've just ensuring that those people are the right fit as well. So, yeah, I really enjoyed this part of the coaching. Um, and I've seen clients have quite big transformations almost to the point where they've changed their whole organization structure um, based on what feels right to them. Mm, because that's it. I mean, aligned clients aligned staff aligned business is where it's at because that's when you're going to feel the most at ease and being at ease allows you to be open to opportunities and grow because like you say you're in your zone of genius and you know you've got a team that can back you up yeah. and that's your back I mean there can't be anything better than that and knowing that you're not spending 80 hours a week doing everything when you're allowed to be in your zone of genius to grow. And, and that I 100% agree that having the right people in the right places is the only way to allow you to scale a business um, and also find out um, what you can and can't do because other people with other zones of genius can allow you to be in areas that you didn't think you might have been in if it was only you. Definitely, definitely. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's, it's, not, it's not that, it's not that, 
I'm bad-mouthing accountants because, you know, but it could be that one particular accountant that you're using is brilliant for tax structures and ensuring that, you know, you've got a really tax-efficient way of setting up your business, whether you have trusts or the way you manage your superannuation, all those sort of things. And it's using that expertise and maybe the accounting side, somebody else could do. It's just opening people's minds up to how the different experts can really lift your business up. Um, and as I'm learning this, I'm also teaching this at the same time as I'm learning more about um, from Nicola, people like Nicola and other entrepreneurs that I've been meeting, the marketing side, the social media side. Um, it's, it's, I'm going through the same process of engaging experts to lift my business up and to really automate things quicker so that I can focus on what I like doing, which is teaching and, and being one-to-one -one with clients at the same time. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Because you don't want to be sitting there for maybe 20 hours a week trying to formulate a funnel in a Facebook ad campaign. No, I'll give that to you. hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Um, and the finances, yeah, that can go out of my realm. Um, yeah. But, yeah, that, but the thing is, it's good to understand how it all works. And I think that's the point. If people can understand how it works and how it impacts and yes. then outsource. It allows you to not have that fear that um, you're, you're away from it and you don't understand it. If you understand how it impacts your business, how it works, you outsource it. It's a bit like that, um, who's that lady that makes you declutter stuff where you kiss it? And oh, Mary Kondo. Yeah, Mary yeah. Kondo. That's it. It's like you kiss it, you understand it, and you let it go. Say goodbye. Yeah, Say oh, that's goodbye. a really good analogy. I like that. <laughs> that's how I look at it. I go, okay, I love it. Like I could sit here and do my bookkeeping because I love bookkeeping, but do I want to do that when I could be doing no. something? <laughs> So my bookkeeper does a great job and she gets annoyed when I reconcile stuff because sometimes I go in there and just press it on zero because it makes me feel good. So user friendly, yeah. I press it, sometimes I just can't help myself. Um, so <laughs> I think that's where it comes into just exactly finding those people that lift your business up. Uh, that's and, it. And then you're into the final one. What's W in the flow framework? Yeah, so W is really a blend of working on people's growth mindset and confidence. And it's really something that's across the whole in my three-month coaching program. It's something we address the whole way through. Um, but I like to separate it out because I myself am finding that mindset is really key. You could know all the strategies and, and be have the, the best budgets and even have you know a really profitable business. But if you're not in the right mindset and you're not ensuring that you're continuously growing and learning at the same time it's it can really lead to you spiraling or even burning out at times so that there's a lot of things that go into this w growth like growing people's mindset and confidence space um one of the things i really like to do when i did a live on this just a couple of days ago was ensuring that people have their own rituals that they follow their own um self rituals that they do outside of their business to ensure they're always replenishing themselves and I find as women that's just so important given everything we have on um, as a as mothers as grandmothers as just all, all the all the different levels and all the different things that are happening in our day-to-day -day life it's just ensuring that they take the time out to practice a bit of self-care and to work what I give them suggestions on I, things that I could work for them to really help them on that mindset side of things and really empowering them with 
simple tools that I'm learning at the same time and whether that's, you know, journal prompts or meditation, um, guided meditations, those sort of things. It's, I just find it's, it's a really lovely, again, it's, it's the feminine side. It's blending in the creative desire driven approach to this whole, this whole program. Um, and the other thing with that is also just ensuring that women and my clients are really celebrating their accomplishments. I find it's sometimes so easy to be critical. And um, I don't know whether you've experienced this, Nicola, but I find that just practicing a bit of gratitude every day, no matter how that, how you do that, doesn't matter. But I, I just feel that's a really powerful catalyst for achieving success. And it links into their goals. It sort of increases their confidence to be able to know that they can achieve bigger things it does and I I just did this myself recently where I actually journaled on what I had achieved in six months yes I remember that actually yes you did because you get so caught up in the thing you're doing right now and is this thing where you thought this thing would be and if it may not be it may not be your time yet to shine in that area, but you pushed it for whatever reason and it didn't quite get where you wanted it to go. So you get down on the whole thing and you have to sometimes, I just sat down with my journal and said, what have I achieved over six months? And I had two pages filled stuff I had done. It's funny, isn't it? Yeah, And stuff I never thought I would have done 12 months before that. So 100% agree that we get into that masculine do, do, must achieve, must achieve. Sit back. What have you achieved? Mm -hmm. How proud are you of yourself and where you are now? And then set yourself goals, but be kind to yourself and just find those times to just sit back sometimes and just be grateful for or, you know, what you ha- what you are, where you are, but also be thankful for what you've achieved and the people that have allowed you to do that. Stop being so yes. down on the exactly where you are and why whatever it is didn't get you the result you wanted and just sometimes go back and um, look at what you've achieved and, and, and you know, talk to the, the, the you, the version of you two years ago and, and what were they saying? What would they say if you told them what you had achieved? Exactly. Would they be surprised? Would they be completely dumbfounded that you have done all of that in two years? So sometimes just take a step back. And that's why journaling, I think, is very important. Even if you just do it at times when you are feeling this way, if you're not big on journaling, but at least do it at times when your brain and you're in your mind too much. Just There's something to be said just about writing it down. I mean, we can... Yeah, just do that one exercise alone. If I can give anyone anything, if they're in their mind too much, just do that one exercise alone and be grateful for where you are and what you've achieved. And then reset, set another goal and just smash it. Just go that's for it, it and yeah. um, show up every day. Yeah, that's all you That's all you can do. And that's you, all you can do, yeah. Show up every that's day. What it, that's what it all comes down to. It's continuously yeah. a learning experience and not to be so hard on yourself. And when we look back, like you said, that exercise, you realise that, you 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 had you did achieve things that you never thought you could and for me it's really just empowering my clients to see that and to to notice the potential of what they can achieve going forward it's to give them to help give them that self-belief that more and more is possible if if they want it 
Yeah, and we all need someone like that in our life. Whatever it looks like and whoever that is for you, that's why um, business coaches, mindset coaches, um, marketing coaches, anyone, wherever you're struggling in your business or your life, you need somebody in your corner. And whoever and whatever that looks like, you need to search it out. And sometimes when people, it comes, you know, it may come to that thing where they just don't feel on top of any of their finances or or where their business is going and that they just don't know. And you don't know what you don't know. So you need to go out there and, and enable yourself, open yourself up to these sorts of opportunities to work with people who have been there who have seen it and can give you that um, guidance because over three months I I imagine that they would come out completely different than when they went into coaching with you and that's what I think people need to understand coaching is an investment it's not an expense definitely you're investing in the return that you will see at a later date so that is always an investment and people need to change the mindset into keep thinking that it's an expense because if you are still where you are in a year's time and you haven't grown how much is that costing you So you need to always think about that. And that's what I tell people to start really opening up and looking for opportunities to work with people who can expand them because expanders are where your business is going to grow. And and that's the only way is is being open to people, whether it's business groups, coaching, networking events, wherever you go, go and find people where you need to grow yourself and find people who um, are either like you or have done what you have done and um, uh, one step ahead, then at least you'll be able to be inspired, which I think is important too. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think just to add on that quickly, it's you, you, you work out very quickly who you resonate with and you, a, a lot of my clients, although it's a three-month initial coaching container, have extended with me and some one's working with me for the last two years. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really just... I feel like they, I just become part of their circle, like you said, part of the cheerleader support group. Yeah, um, everyone needs I love that. Yeah. cheerleader. That's what. Yeah, that's, that's why I love the name of your business yeah. as well. It's it really. And that's what I discovered because <laughs> working with my clients, everyone needs a cheerleader in their back. They pocket, do, yeah. Um, to support them and to yeah. guide them and to just be there for whatever they need at that time. And um, that's why the podcast we put together. If you can take snippets of advice from all the different podcasts, that's free. That's value for you. Yes. Way and then do what you want with it. There's always got to be something where you can take something away. And I'd love to think that that's what we've done today for. Yes. Are listening about how to 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 get that feminine flow into their finances and how they can work with you with the flow framework to do that. Uh, I think every aspect of your framework is so important. And I think that's how they all work together to enable you to come out the other end a changed person. And I think that that can only be a good thing. And um, now I want people to find you online so they can find out more about your freebie. You've got a great freebie um, to find out about your one-on-one three-month coaching packages and your 90-minute packages. How can they find out about all of these? Where's the best place? The best place is so the website will have all the information there, links to how you can download the freebie and information on both the 90-minute intensives um, pricing as well as the three-month coaching program as well. So the website is www.yoursoulbiz.co. And where from a social media perspective, I my main platform is Instagram. So you can find me at your underscore soul underscore biz. 
And yeah, I really enjoyed our conversation today. I think, um, you know, it's just one of the best things I love about my journey as an entrepreneur is just meeting like-minded people. And you're definitely one of them, Nicola. Thank you. And I'm the same because you can only grow by learning from other people's experiences and taking the bits you need to help in your journey. And you can only do that when you're vulnerable. And um, I'm afraid that's just um, the way it is these days. And I'm so glad that more people are uh, leaning into that um, and growing because we all need it. And especially us, um, when you're coming to women and soul-led businesses, it's hard. And um, we, we do we do hit brick walls and we do have our family that take over and jump all over us and do whatever it is that they do. Oh, yes. <laughs> but we need to share that with other people who've been through it to know that it's not just us. We're coming out the other end. It's and okay. Yeah. It's okay that everyone's doing the same thing and we're all in the same business. And like you did the other day, every sometimes we just need a bath by ourselves where people yeah. leave <laughs> So if that's all you do this week to give yourself self-care, do that because do that, that definitely yes. is a game give changer. Take a nice bubble bath. Yeah, bubble bath, bath with a glass of wine is a game changer for anybody. <laughs> I might be doing one of those tonight, actually. <laughs> you're in Sydney, you're in lockdown, you're allowed to have as many. Oh, thank you. Yep. <laughs> that's just a, a, no, a no-brainer there. <laughs> all right. It's been awesome so good to talk to you. And um, obviously, I'll be talking to you in our mastermind and, and continuing on socials. But I want everyone else, please check out at the very least, the freebie uh, that Suki has and find out how you can help um, find all the um, softwares and things you need to set yourself up. And then if you want more, book a 90-minute and go from there. All right, it's been great. Wonderful. And I'll um, see you later on. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Bye. Bye. Awesome. You did it. Uh. There you go.